0: I'm going to cut all that poop talk out. Yeah. And put it in the beginning, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, peeps. Episode 47 of I'm Sorry What the Podcast is here. I'm Amanda. I'm Christina. That's what I'm going with.
1: I, I mean, it works. Cause I, like I, it. Mean, I liked m-
0: it. You committed. I feel like... You committed it may have come off
1: a little aggressive no it was good it okay was, it was it, welcoming it actually kind of sounded like you didn't give a fuck but i mean well it was good fair fair i mean <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> how's it going it's going good i have successfully managed to not die this week good i'm glad there's like a plague going around um we had so many call-offs at work Everybody's mm-hmm. sick. A couple of people have influenza. Mm-hmm. My parents have both been sick. Yes. Knock on every fucking type of wood we... oh. It's like we're in a gong. <laughs> um, Knock on every type of wood fucking possible, but I'm feeling fine. Other than my ulcer shit, which I've been dealing with for like two months now, has not gotten any better. I'm just kind of living with it. But like, normally someone goes, I'm feeling sniffles and I wake up with the influenza, so... Mm-hmm no
0: definitely. fingers crossed my immune system is working <clears throat> <clears throat> things are finally uh passing in my petri dish dish of a job so that's nice mm-hmm. and i'm finally feeling like human still got a little bit of a like hit cough but they a said that's cough, gonna so if
1: that's all you have you should probably stop
0: hmm? so that's not a real cough yeah no it's just mostly i feel like there's gunk <clears throat> in my throat so oh, I'm that's like, the <clears> throat> worst it's <throat> the absolute worst but they said that that probably is going to happen just because I coughed so hard for so long that yeah, it's that healing raw. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing good finally. Yeah. And I can sing songs. I love and it not when you sing songs. We'll have to do karaoke soon. Karaoke. I know it's been about 10 years. I owe Tony a drink, so I have to make sure that I have <sighs> money for a drink.
1: That's a big old fuck you, Tony. Yeah, that's but he bought I us say. a pizza. And that's what. Oh, I forgot about that. Remember? Oh, such a good pizza. And that weird guy at the gas station kept trying to get you to come with him to some rando party out in the country, and we were like, no
0: guy no, he's like but the party's not over yet and I'm like it is for us it is my shell bra broke I wanna go home I just <laughs> wanna go home
1: my face is itchy and so is my hair from all my Cruella de Vil makeup I want to go home and it's only because I unstrapped everything that was on me and so I was down to my knickers no it was not only because it was because he was fucking creepy at a gas station in the middle of nowhere well that's I mean that's fair but also I <laughs> did not we would not have gone there. to that party if you were in full costume no
0: not going to the party <laughs> I'm saying he only hit on me because I was in my high boots and my like mini shorts and tank top because I had taken everything off because yeah, I was fucking sick of it. You kind of look like a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. I looked like I was on sale. He's like, hi, so 10% off or what? We just stopped at Casey's for a little chalky milk. I just and <laughs> some chocolate milk. I just wanted some chocolate
1: milk. And then you're going to fucking judge me.
0: I wanted some chocolate milk and some Cheez-Its. Snapped! Oh, oh yeah, that's what you got. Those were good. They're so good. They so good. They're mine favorite snack. Mine favorite snack. <laughs> My mom used to watch a uh, um, autistic boy, and that's what he used to say. Oh, it's mine favorite. <laughs> oh, blue, that's mine favorite.
1: It's mine favorite. It's mine favorite too. It's mine favorite too. Sorry, it was just driving me
0: crazy. I was just- gonna. <laughs> Opposite farmer blow right now. One nostril (laughs) shot. Sucking all the boogies. (laughs) I had to get rid of it. Otherwise,
1: I'd be doing this. (laughs) The whole whole time I'm recording. (laughs) I couldn't farmer blow it out. You would have gotten mad at me.
0: Get a tissue, stupid. (laughs) We're in an apartment. (laughs) I I brought a bunch of packets of ketchup. Because because their pump was broke.
1: You gotta tell the whole story. Alright, so I'm on this. I'm... I'm on the way here to record, and I had to go to Costco. These This is the weirdest shit I got at Costco. I got dog food, a giant package of cheddar cheese, and a Alfredo bake. Sounds like one heck of a casserole it's you're making the, there. It's all the fuck I went to Costco for. <laughs> so then I'm, like, leaving Costco, and I go, oh, I really want, like, caribou and, like, a bagel. So I go to ba- caribou. It's fucking... The drive-through is wrapped around the building. I'm not getting out of my car. It's negative ninety. No, it's not. It's zero it's like degrees. Negative but still, seven. It's the worst. <laughs> so I'm like, fine. I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. There's a line around the building. I was like, God damn it. Fine. I won't eat. And I'm driving to Amanda's, and I have road rage. I'm yelling at people. I'm swearing.
0: I'm pissed off. And I get almost to the turn, and I go. I'm sure my voice in your head is like. If you're a bitch, I'm not gonna have any fun. I know, I was like, I gotta eat.
1: I'm fucking cranky. (laughs) I need food. Otherwise, Amanda's not gonna have a good time. We're gonna yell at each other. It's not gonna be fun. Uh -uh. So I went to Quick Trip, and I got, like, hash browns and a chalky milk, and, like, a sandwich. And I was like, I just want to need some ketchup for my hash browns. And the pumper thing didn't have any ketchup! And I was like, fine, I'll just grab some fucking packets! Because I was still hangry, and that's... So I just grabbed, like, a handful and, like, shoved them in my pocket And I get into Amanda's apartment. I'm telling her this whole story. I go, and now I got a fucking handful of ketchup packets because the pumper thing was broken. And she's in the kitchen and she like pops her
0: head around the corner and she's like, you know, you are coming to an apartment. I do have ketchup. (laughs) And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) I still use my ketchup packets though. She did. She did. Because waste not, want not, you know. You know know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Fuck ridiculous Uh, like
0: 97 over here waste not want not
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh god that was
0: that's funny the food has finally hit me so i'm not as
1: full of rage like Um, my i mean i'm glad my my normal burning rage is still there but my hangry rage has abated
0: we had what was called a wolf moon last night which oh, means yeah. it's a double full moon. Oh, just a little. Uh, um. So all of, all of the the chillins were fucking crazy all week. I have a little girl who took on this thing over Christmas break, where she goes, "All right, oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I'll be like, um, could, um, I think we're supposed to be, you know, do something so that whatever the thing was that we were supposed to be doing, and she's just roaming around. I was like hey so what are we supposed to be doing looking at books okay so why aren't you doing that oh maybe go do that all right hey
1: come back here let's let's have a conversation about how we talk to people
0: oh I my whole class got quite the talking to yesterday because I come to work yesterday And every teacher that I run into talks to me about how my class went absolutely crazy when they went to their room. Because my class, all of the kids, except like two of them, are there until 6 o'clock and I leave at 5. So they, like, when they're closing out, they close one room at a time and kind of combine. Oh, you know, they came in and they just started, like, wrestling on the rug and da-da-da-da-da and all this other stuff. (laughs) Miss Amanda lost her shit. So Miss Amanda sat down with them, I go, we need to have a talk. If I ever hear that you're disrespecting other teachers again, you will not be having fun in this classroom anymore. There won't be any playtime. You will have my choice for a whole week. Do you understand? <laughs> yes. OK. I'm glad we could so have far, this conversation. <laughs> so far, good. Talk to that girl's mom about being Her. contrary and having an attitude. <laughs> made her apologize and say she's gonna do better <laughs> i was like we are we are nipping this in the bud it wasn't like this before christmas <laughs> what are you guys thinking what are you thinking <laughs> to be fair to be it was the f- fair. to be fair um it was the first week after christmas break at an education center so um, everybody's, everybody's hopped up on sugar oh and presents God. sugar presents no routine was held right My kids, which are the small group Mm -hmm. kids, were thrown into random rooms because my room was used for the other class that was there because school was out. Yeah. And so everything was crazy. So, I mean, I get it, but also we need to get back into a routine. Or Miss Amanda's going to... They all need to stop. Miss Amanda's going to lose it. (laughs) You'll, You'll get a kick out of this.
1: So Katie tells my mom, the other night... Every night is a battle with Alex, my niece, to eat vegetables. Okay. She just doesn't want... She likes vegetables. She'll eat them, but she has to fight her to eat them, Mm -hmm. you know? And so Katie... Lukey was being um, cranky. He wasn't feeling good. He was teething. It was just a long day. She was making dinner. Mike wasn't home because he had to work late. And she was just like, I just can't fight her on vegetables tonight. So she just made her like a chicken alfredo pasta bowl. Right. And Alex comes into the kitchen and Katie's got her b- pasta bowl on the table and she goes, Mommy, where are my vegetables? And Katie goes, hey, Honey, I didn't make them tonight. I just have the pasta. She loses her shit in a full on tantrum. I want my vegetables! Yep. Katie's like, Every night, kid, every night, I have an argument with you about eating your vegetables. And the one night I don't make them, you lose your mind because I didn't make vegetables.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, and she's kids are the, great. I was like, she's one of those kids. You probably have to like give her the choice of what vegetable she wants, and then she'll eat it. Yeah. Because she wants to make the choice, but also it's the choice that you can. And it's usually just broccoli or green beans. Like right. it's not
1: like. It's like, do you want green beans or broccoli tonight? It's usually just like steamed. I mean. She's got, she always has, like, a full meal, but it's usually just, like, a steamed, well, right, you know, carrots, or, but it was just, my sister's like, I did, I tried to do the easy thing, so I wouldn't have to deal with fighting, nope. and nope, not, not gonna happen. Not at that not, age. Not up in
0: here. Guess
1: what? It's the age of
0: the whole class that I have, so that's fun. <laughs> not up in here. who <laughs> I had a parent tell me. I don't know how you do it, because my two hours before bedtime (laughs) that I have them, there are times when I drop (laughs) kick them through a wall. (laughs) I was like, uh, I feel like it's different at school, because it is so structured at home. It's not that structured, so it's like... uh, But, man, this week... But we should, uh, we should
1: dive into it because I gotta, I got, a fucking game. football game. I got fuck a fucking football game to watch. When this comes out, we'll either be a couple days away from playing one more game
0: to go to the Super Bowl, or... or Christina's gonna be real pissed. <laughs> I'm gonna.
1: My dad has already said I'm just gonna go downstairs and do my puzzle because I can't be around you guys when you watch football. Because <laughs> my. Mom...
0: <laughs> They're playing the. 49ers, 49ers. I was like, everybody was talking about what if they ended up playing the Packers. Oh, so, well, if we beat, if we beat the 49ers
1: and, and the Packers beat the Seahawks, then we, then we'll play.
0: Dude, that would be like a repeat of when we were in like what sixth grade, fifth grade, when they were like that one game away from going to the yeah. Super and Bowl. the ninety eight, the ninety eight yeah.
1: run when yeah. the fucking, <laughs> the fucking kicker missed the field goal and he has one goddamn fucking job.
0: Hey, remember that time that our kicker got all the points and then everybody got pissed because he missed the last one? And he yep. like, me? I was pissed. B- bitch, I, I did all it. the
1: points. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, you do have one job, but we really made you do that job a lot that game, so I'm just going <laughs> to let this one
0: go. I a little football talk. I just hope that the Vikings' fucking offense gets off their ass a little bit this game, because... I've been a little nervous because of it the The Saints last few was times. pretty good. Right. But the the, lo- Saints, the Packers was like
1: The Packers was a hot fucking mess. What the like fuck? what, nice of you to fucking show up,
0: dickholes. And then the defense is like exhausted by the I can't carry end. the goddamn team. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but um last time we did this happen, we went to the Eagles. This is now a for- sports p- fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, BT-dubs. <laughs> we went to the Eagles, and our defense just fell apart. Mm-hmm. And that's how we lost to the fucking Eagles, and then they ended up playing the Super Bowl in our fucking stadium, and then they fucking won. This is why- I- <laughs> This is why Also, I- they were I'd- very rude to us. I'm either going to have <laughs> soul-crushing disappointment, which happens- I-, I was talking to my dad, I'm like, I can't watch football. I have been anxious about this game for the- like, legitimately, physically anxious- for like two days. You're and he's gonna like
0: die if they win. And he's like,
1: Did you bet money on the game? And I was like, no. And he's like, That's the only reason you should be anxious, is if you bet all your money. And I was like, Yeah, but anxiety cannot be explained, Thomas. I'm just It's a thing that I'm passionate about. I'm just a bundle of nerves. And he's like, I can't be around you. I, I can't have this conversation with you. <laughs> And I say it to my
0: mom, and my mom goes, I know. (laughs) Just because you and Linda are fucking crazy. I love you, but when it comes to the Vikings, you're fucking crazy. (laughs) It's just,
1: every year we experience soul-crushing disappointment, and I still love them so much. Well, I mean. I mean, I wouldn't even, I just want it to be a good game. Well, I don't that, want it that's, that's such a that's,
0: Minnesota thing to say.
1: I just I just I, want it to be a good game. Well, no, well I would love it if we came out and just kicked their asses. I know the odds are not in our favor, but I'm just hoping that we don't get spanked. embarrassed, like get embarrassed. <laughs> don't embarrass
0: me. Just don't fucking embarrass me. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Everybody just, you know, you could. Pro- will probably hear me screaming
1: from my house today. So just, just listen. Just listen real tight. Oh, well, this will
0: come out afterwards. Here's what. Uh huh. So here's my uh my plan. Because I only did like a twenty minute workout mm-hmm. before you came. I'm gonna go back to the gym during that time because no one's gonna be there. You can turn it on even and watch it. <laughs> yep. Work
1: out the entire game. <laughs>
0: I was like, I'll go back, finish up my workout, and then come back and do my other businessy stuff before I babysit tonight because I was supposed to have a staff night. Then I got rescheduled, and then a the dad asked me if I could babysit, and I said, "Oh, I can't. Wait, yes, I can because it got rescheduled." So, surprise, making money, yay!
1: It's right? Always
0: good. Okay, what do you have for us today? Oh. Your phone matches your microphone. Oh, look How at, sweet. Look at that. Oh, gosh, Aww. they're so complimentary. Mine's mm. shitty. <laughs> it's actually kinda, it actually
1: kind of, it doesn't match, the but tones. it complements it. Yeah. It's got the tones. We did that it. on purpose. Just kidding. Yeah, we like bought to... these microphones a year ago, and this phone case is like two months old,
0: but it's fine. I don't really know how long that I've had this phone case. Probably almost as long as the microphone, because <laughs> I'm cheap as hell. Because I'm
1: cheap as hell. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you about the Cleveland kidnappings, okay, okay, so we're gonna just diving right in so Michelle Knight disappeared on august twenty third two thousand and two okay after leaving a cousin's house, she was twenty one years old at the time on the day of her disappearance, she was scheduled to appear in court for a child custody case involving her son Joey okay. who was in the custody of the state um and that was, that's basically all they knew about her disappearance, um, her basically limited resources were spent investigating her. They actually thought that they treated it almost like a case in the seventies where she was, had run away voluntarily because she was mad that the state had taken away her son. Okay. Hmm. She was even removed from the National Crime Information Center database for missing people 15 months after she disappeared. Okay. And that's really all that they had reported on her disappearance. It was basically gone, gone cold immediately. Um, she didn't have the best family life. And from mm-hmm. what I could see, I mean, her mom was on, like, the news and stuff, but they didn't do a really good job of and No yeah. one really looked for her. Yeah. So the next person to disappear was Amanda Barry. She disappeared a year later, um, almost to the day, or no, well, April 21st of 2003. And it was the day before her 17th birthday. Okay. Uh, She was last heard from around, like, around 8 p.m. when she called her sister to tell her that she was getting a ride home from her job at Burger King. Um, The FBI initially considered her a runaway as well until a week after her disappearance when a man called, used her cell phone to call her mother and say, I have Amanda, she's fine, and will be coming home in a couple of days.
0: know i've never heard that detail before
1: there's actually another where he called her and taunt like they it didn't say that it was almost like that he had called and taunted her and said that i want she's gonna she wants to stay with me and i have her so i think he called her more than once
0: interesting okay
1: um and the police had no leads and little to go on and the case quickly went cold so then georgina gina lynn De, de jesus uh, went missing at age 14 and that was on April of 2004, so um, another year later. Um, she was last seen at a payphone around 3pm on the way home from her middle school. Uh, she was with her friend Arlene who was calling her mother for permission to have a sleepover. And her mother replied that they could not and the two girls parted ways at the payphone. Arlene was the last person to see Gina before she disappeared.
0: Mm, okay. Um...
1: No one witnessed her abduction, and an Amber Alert was not issued. Uh, Her father was very upset about this. He said that in a 2006 interview that the Amber Amber Alert should work for any missing child, whether it's an abduction or a runaway. A child needs to be found. We need to change this law. Agreed. A year after her disappearance, the FBI released a composite sketch and description of a male suspect. He was described as Latino, 25 to 35 years of age, 5 feet 10, 165 to 185 pounds, with green eyes, a goatee, and possible pencil-thin beard. Oh, looking looking just like a fly DJ over there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) So, the disappearances received regular media attention into 2012 uh, when the families held a public vigil. They did not know that their daughter's kidnapper was at these vigils and had reportedly participated in search parties and tried to get close to Gina's family.
0: That's kind of a normal thing, though, like mm-hmm. trying to insert yourself, right? Right. So
1: Gina and Amanda were both featured in America's Most Wanted segment, um, which linked the two cases together. They were also profiled on The Oprah Winfrey Show and The Montel Williams Show.
0: Remember Montel? I used to love Montel. I loved Montel. Hated Maury. Loved Montel. I yeah. Montel was yep. a good show. Yep. The Montel shit. had
1: a good balance of
0: trashy and Well and even Montel's trashy stuff wasn't as right. like who a baby daddy as right. as his As Maury's is. Ugh. Ugh.
1: Um But on the Montel Williams show, uh Sylvia Brown told Amanda's mother. In 2004, that her daughter was dead and she was near water.
0: I I remember that.
1: This pronouncement devastated her mother, causing her to take down pictures and give away Barry's computer. However, her mother continued to search for Barry before dying of heart failure in 2006 in March.
0: Well, that's sad.
1: Uh, Robert Walford, a prison inmate who had lived in Tremont, uh, claimed in July of 2012 that he had information about the location of Barry's body. He led police to an empty lot on Cleveland's west side where they conducted a fruitless search. Uh, He was sentenced in January of 2013 for four and a half years in prison for obstruction of justice.
0: Oh, because he was giving false... Making a false report and making a
1: false alarm. Wobble (laughs) The case went cold, but police kept the investigation open and offered a $25,000 reward for information. Okay. Okay. So last kidnapping was in 2004 2004 so we're going to fast forward 10 years. On May 6, 2013, okay. Well, 9 years. 9 years. Uh Angela Cordero heard screaming coming from a house on his block. Okay. He saw a woman standing behind a screen door with a small child screaming for help. He was unable to communicate with her, though, because he did not speak English. Um, but another neighbor heard Charles Ramsey, um, who helped him kick the hole through the bottom of the storm door, and the woman crawled through carrying her daughter. Uh, the woman told Ramsey that she and her child were being kept inside the house against her will. Upon being freed, she went to the house of another Spanish-speaking neighbor and with Ramsey's assistance called 911 saying, help me, my name is Amanda Barry, I've been kidnapped and I've been
0: missing for 10 years. I'm here, I'm free now. Mm-hmm. I've heard that 911 call many times. Mm-hmm. I can almost say do her voice. It's fucking... I'm Amanda Barry, because she's, like, really, like, worked yeah. up. So,
1: the responding police officers entered the house on Seymour Avenue that belonged to Ariel Castro. They walked through an upstairs hallway with guns drawn, announced themselves as the Cleveland police. Cleveland police. Uh, And then from one of the slightly open bedroom doors, Amanda Knight came out into the hallway and ran into a, a police officer's arms, just sobbing, you saved me. Oh, I'm sure. And then Gina entered the hallway from another room and did the same thing, basically. So Amanda and Gina walked out of the home all three women, pl- women plus the child, were taken to MetroHealth Medical Center. Uh, Amanda and Gina were released from the hospital the next day, and Amanda was discharged four days later on May 10th. The rescue of the women also reignited the hope for the family of Ashley Summers, who was another young woman who disappeared in Cleveland around the same area in early of July of 2007. Okay. But... They didn't find any evidence of her okay. in the house, so that's still kind of, as of November of 2019, she's still listed as missing. Okay. All right, so, let's get into fucking- let's this, get into the shit. This fuck nut. All right, so Ariel Castro was born in Puerto Rico. He, his parents divorced when he was a child, and he moved to the mainland United States with his mother and three full siblings. Um, They lived in Redding, Pennsylvania, and then moved to Cleveland, where Castro's father and other family members were living. Castro had nine siblings, both full and half, and he graduated Cleveland's Lincoln West High School in 1979. He met his girlfriend, Grimilda Figueroa. Grimilda. Grimilda, that's a heck of a name that's a fucking name Huck.
0: uh <laughs> oh it's a heck of a name oh that's a
1: heck of a name <laughs> uh his family moved into a house across the street from hers in the 1980s they lived with both sets of parents but moved in their home, own home uh in at the seymour avenue address in 1992 okay uh figueroa's sister, Alita, Ooh, That's another name. I need it. Um, Said that all hell started breaking loose once the couple moved into their own home. Uh, Castro beat Figueroa, breaking her nose, ribs, and arms and causing a blood clot on her brain that resulted in an inoperable tumor. Holy shit. He also threw her down a flight of stairs, cracking her skull. And in 1993, Castro was arrested for domestic violence but was not indicted by a grand jury. Uh, Figueroa moved out of her home... In 1996, was sec- and secured the custody of her four children, one of which was named Arlene. Arlene? Yeah, do you remember? That was Gina's friend that wanted to spend the night at her house.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I remember.
1: Police assisted in the move and detained Castro, but they did not press charges. Uh, he continued to threaten and attack Figueroa after she left him. Um, she filed charges in 2005. Uh, with the domestic relations court accusing him of inflicting multiple severe injuries on her, frequently abdu- and frequently abducting their daughters. Mm. So this was in 2005, so he had t- three girls. Oh yeah, locked in his house when she is filing complaints. The cops came to his house a couple of times for unrelated for these kind of issues, so they never searched the house.
0: Right, it wasn't like. A- but
1: like, why was this fucker not in jail? You know, I know myself, a little foreshadowing. (laughs) The court granted a temporary restraining order against Castro, but it was dismissed a few months later. Uh, Figueroa died in 2012 due to complications from the brain tumor. Okay. Before his arrest, he worked as a bus driver for the Cleveland Metropolitan School District.
0: Oh, so he's a bus driver. Yes. Cool. He was
1: fired for bad judgment, including making an illegal U-turn with children on the bus using his bus to go grocery shopping, leaving the child in the bus when he went for lunch, and leaving the bus unattended while he took a
0: nap at home. (laughs) What the f-
1: It's not just, like, your car. You can't- You can't do
0: that. First of all, a U-turn in a bus?
1: That sounds hard. It's not easy. It's it's very large. (laughs) They don't have a good turning
0: radius. Secondly, just leaving kids on the bus, you're like- I need a little snack.
1: I'm going to take my bus grocery shopping with kids in it.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> you can't fucking fuck? do that, guy! <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Stupid. So. So he's driving children around.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're going to rewind back to 2002 when Mich- uh, when Knight was kidnapped. Okay. I Michelle. get them confused. Michelle, Amanda, Yes, you know. I think you. I did. I confused Michelle and Amanda for a second.
0: For earlier too. Yeah. Yep. So I was a little confused, but I was like, maybe I just misheard. I don't know. It's Amanda because Amanda escaped, and then they came and got Michelle and Yes, Michelle Knight. Not sorry. No, you're good. So
1: uh, Michelle Knight was on her way to her custody hearing. Mm-hmm. So there was a story on this, and I don't think her home life was like the greatest. Um, and. Her mom's boyfriend pushed her son, and he fell and broke his leg. And that's how she lost custody. Pushed him?
0: That's what the story said. So. I mean, that's the weirdest way to break a leg, but all right.
1: I don't know if he fell down the steps after or, like, yeah. you know, what the circumstances were. Um, so she was late. And kind of in a panic because she didn't want to miss the hearing. Mm-hmm. So she went into a convenience store to ask for directions. And Castro overheard her and said he could give her a lift. She recognized him as the father of a younger girl who had attended her school. She said he didn't strike her as a bad person and he, she recognized him as right. someone who worked for the school. So there was a note stuck on his car advertising puppies for sale. She told him that her son Joey liked puppies. He started the oh, car and first thing they he- started talking about the dogs and he, by the time that she realized he was going the wrong way, she was like, where are you going? Like, so they were talking about the dog. She was distracted. She looked up and realized that they were going the wrong way. From right. where she needed to go. And he said that he had to just stop at his house to check on something. And he'd also grab her a puppy for Joey since she, her son loved dogs so much. So he pulled into the house went into the driveway and got in and he said, "Why don't you come in and pick out a puppy yourself?" And so she went into the house. Girl. I yeah. So she said that as she like went up the stairs and she didn't hear like any noise from puppies or anything like that, she immediately was like, "Okay, this was a Red mistake. Flag. I made a mistake. How do I get out of here?" But she basically she was stuck it because It's too late. Right. So then he, she went into a room because he said the puppies were in here. She went into the room and he shut the door behind her. And she knew then that she didn't think she was ever going to get out of that house. Right. After that. Uh, once he had her upstairs in the room, he tied her hands and feet together, hung her up by using her hands and neck, left her there for three days without food. After raping her. Right. She was then raped repeatedly. Uh... And then after not being, or when she was not being raped, she was locked in a dark room. And this, like, that was for over a year. That was just her life. Mm -hmm. She was tied up and locked in a dark room or being raped. Those were her two, or being beaten. Those were her two options. Oh, my God. So, fast forward to a year later. Just a day before her 17th birthday, uh, April 21st, 2003, Amanda Berry got up and got ready for her work. On her walk from home from work, uh, she, like, saw a vehicle in a driveway that she had to walk around. And in the vehicle was a man and a little girl. And so she saw them. She said, oh, she thought they looked familiar. She waved and then kept walking. Right. Later, uh, farther down the street, that vehicle was kind of, like, driving slowly behind her. And then he pulled over and the man inside asked her if she needed a ride home. When she looked at him, she realized that she recognized him as an elementary school bus driver and the father of her classmate from middle school. Oh, God. So he asked her if she wanted to stop by his house on the way home to see his daughter that she was friends with at middle school. Right, to say hi. Yeah, Mm. and so she said yes. Once they entered the house, though, uh, Barry said that Castro told her that her daughter was probably upstairs taking a bath and he could show her around the house. So, he took her upstairs, showed her something, showed her a woman sleeping in a bedroom in front of a television set that was tied up, which was Michelle Knight. hmm And then, uh, he took her into the next bedroom that was super dark and it was almost like the size of a large closet. Okay. And he demanded she pull down her pants. He raped her, then took her to the basement and he taped her wrists and her ankles, put a belt around her ankles over the tape... Put a helmet over her head, and told her to be quiet and not make any noise, and she would take. He would take her home.
0: <sighs>
1: uh, so then she, then he chained her to a pole, shut off the lights, and left her in the dark. With the television going, I guess.
0: Well, sound. I mean. Yeah.
1: So four days after her kidnapping, Barry watched her mother and sister on the TV in the basement, asking for her return and, you know, right. pleading for her to come home. Um, so then Castro, as, on April 24th, he moved her to an upstairs bedroom and chained her to a radiator. And that's where she would stay for the rest, like, that was her room then from now yep. on. Okay. Um, her, he eventually asked her if she would like something from the store, something to pass the time.
0: Yeah, cause wasn't Amanda, like, not his favorite? She was like the yeah, we'll chosen get there.
1: one, kind of. We'll get there. Okay. Cause it wasn't necessarily her, but, um... So she, he asked her for a coloring book, something you could write on her journal. So she brought her a journal and she kept track of it. She wrote, um, she had like a code on the upper corner for how many times she was raped. And like, this reminded me a lot of the, the Amsterdam or the butcher, the, the one I
0: did. Where she was kept in that store. Mark or whatever. Is that it? What? Is that like the one where she was... Kept in that hidden room in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, found her and she was, like, not, didn't even know what to do. Because she was confused as to what was happening. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So, one week after, this is the story. So, this is what Amanda Barry says, is that he called on her cell phone and told her mother that he had a man, Mandy, um, which nobody called her Mandy, but people who knew her. And he said that she wants to be with me and we're going to be together forever, and yada, yada, yada. So he was, like, taunting her on the mm-hmm. phone with her mother. Um, that call actually led rescuers to within two blocks of his house. So in 2003, they was, the FBI was just starting to develop technology that could track a cell phone location mm-hmm. uh, if it was turned on.
0: Well, and I suppose he didn't have a record of anything that would say that he was going to kidnap people and keep them.
1: Right. Um. So once a day Castro would feed them like a bag of chips or crackers or other food to eat. Uh, but everything including the the weekly shower they were allowed in, was came with a price. So if he wanted they wanted to take a shower, so they had to shower with him. And like it was very like sexual if you want food you have to suck my dick. Like it was very right.
0: It's like anything mm-hmm. that has a like Right. Mm, Yeah. Like, I, ugh. I'm just grossing myself out thinking about it.
1: So, now we're a year and a half or so into Michelle Knight's captivity. About a half a year into Barry's captivity. Um, And he told her that when he got another girl in the house, she could go home. So, he was looking for another girl. Okay. So, and then almost a year after Barry became his prisoner... Uh, he kidnapped Gina de Jesus five blocks away from the street where he kidnapped Barry. And she was 14 years old.
0: Oh, just a baby.
1: Yes. Um, on the day she was kidnapped, Gina and his daughter Arlene were going to have a sleepover. Mm-hmm. But then her mother, Arlene's mom, said no. So Arlene went home. And um, Gina was short on bus fare. So she started to
0: walk home. Mm-hmm. So, Gina was going to Arlene's house to have a sleepover, but her no. mother said no.
1: Arlene was going to come to Gina's house for a sleepover. Okay. And then they called their mom from a payphone to ask. Oh,
0: and Arlene's so they mom said no. Yeah. When that. Okay. That makes sense. Because I, right. like, so I was like, I was thinking someone went to a house and then had to leave their house. No. Okay. So then they were at a
1: payphone, kind of like in between. And Arlene's mom said no you need to come home so she got on a city bus and left Mm -hmm. and gina then realized that she was short on fare for the city bus so she had to walk home okay okay that makes sense so arlene or castro Mm -hmm. saw gina who he knew was arlene's friend walking on the street and said hey i'm looking for my daughter can you help me find her which was he was saying he was looking for arlene right so gina was like yeah sure and got in the car when they pulled up to Castro's house, he asked her for help to move something into the house,
0: which is fucking weird. He asked a 14-year-old girl yeah. to help him move something into the house that he couldn't move on his own?
1: Yeah. Hmm. And then Gina said that she, his behavior was just super weird. He started, like, combing his hair and combing his eyebrows and, like, trimming his mustache and just doing weird shit in the house. And she was just, like, standing there, I... like... Where's this thing we're gonna
0: move? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh my god! Then he
1: started to make a move on her, and she she immediately said, "You can't do this. You could go to jail. This is illegal." Um, and then he said, "Okay, well then we'll just take you home, but you can't go through the same door you came in." So then he led her to his basement where he grabbed her, chained her up.
0: What the fuck? But you can't go through this door, so yeah um oh my god i don't mean to like laugh but i'm just so like well and a 14 year old is absolutely terrified yeah because it's it's, what is you what are you supposed to do when a dad is telling you nope sorry you can't go through that door we have to go through this way right Mm.
1: so then um he chained her up but he didn't make it tight enough so she actually got out and tried to run um, but then he grabbed her and threw her on her back. And he overpowered her, tied her up in the basement, and left the radio on super long, like, loud, so no yeah. one could hear her screaming. For the first few weeks, he actually only talked to her and, like, touched her. He never raped her. Um, the first time she was raped was on May 7th, and she hasn't offered in any of her interviews or anything, like, the specific stuff that she went
0: through. Yeah, she I. She's the one that's been very like pulled herself out of the light of, isn't she? Well, they all have, right? Kind but of, I mean, in their like, own ways. But yeah, for interview wise, like she won't mm-hmm. talk about anything, and the other two at least have done like interview interviews.
1: Yeah. Well, they just her and Amanda just did a twenty twenty yeah. on, which is what I saw, and I was like, I'm gonna do this case because this is interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for a while, Gina was Castro's basically new favorite. Right. So. He would treat her better than the other girls. She had a nicer room. He let her eat first. Um, and he she, in her um, journals that she was allowed to write, there's a spot where she said, I wonder what will happen when I'm not new anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And he would, there was rigid house rules. Like there was a pan that used to, had to sit on the oven or on the stovetop. And it had to be at the perfect angle when it was sitting on that stove top. So if it wasn't at the right exact angle, he'd beat the shit out of them, Just, like, weird shit like that. Just dumb stuff to hold control over right. them. Um She slowly also... They also learned that he had rigid house rules. And he would deprive the girls of certain things to drive them apart. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't, like... Pin them against each other. Right. So it would be from... One would get more food, one would get less food, um, someone would get better clothes, uh, one would get to shower more. um, And so even though they all knew it was like a fucked up situation, it was also, well, why is he treating her better? What can I do to make it so I get better? You know, kind of thing. They all kind of kept diaries as they could on napkins and pieces of paper and like journals if he allowed them. And so there's a lot of just like fucked up shit he did one of the things he did he'd play my games with them at one point gina said that castro asked her to play russian roulette with him taking the turns pointing the gun at each other and she said why the in her head she was like why not i got nothing to lose right like i'd almost
0: rather be dead at this point so
1: he went first he pulls the trigger nothing happens and then he gives me the gun and he said and says He's like, let me pray for a minute. And he goes down on his knees and he starts praying. She pulled the trigger and nothing happened. Then he raped her. So they were initially all separated into separate bedrooms. Um, And then, but on May 23rd, Barry, Gina, and um, Michelle... Where Amanda, Gina, and Michelle were all pulled into the same room and forced to watch the episode of America's Most Wanted that, oh that he, that featured yeah. them, which Michelle wasn't featured in it because no one was really looking for her.
0: Nope, um, and I remember didn't she things like she felt like she was being treated the worst, yeah, you'll or get something. there yeah. she was yeah.
1: so he eventually stopped locking them in their rooms. And there were, like, gates between the doors that they could... But they could walk through the gates. Like, they were... But then... He would also sometimes lock them in their rooms. Like, when his daughters would come over.
0: That's so fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, everything that I've read with the people that would be in and out of that house.
1: Yeah. So, he once locked them in the basement while, um... His daughter visited. And... They thought about trying to help, but they were afraid that he would kill them and his daughter. Right. Um. So fucked. So, while Gina was, like, the new favorite, um, Knight was the least favorite. Right. So, Michelle was, she was constantly beaten. Uh, the food she received was worse than the others. Uh. The first time she met Gina was Gina was bringing her food, and it was the first food, like, real food that she'd had in a while. And it was, like, Chinese chicken, but it was, like, three weeks old. It was stuff that Gina and Amanda had had, like, three weeks prior that he fed to Michelle then. Oh, my God. Um, So he would wait, like, if they got new food, he would wait, like, a couple weeks and give her the old scraps of it. Look. Uh they, the other two always got better clothes, better, and I think it was because of her age. Yeah. Because Michelle Knight was 21, but she didn't look 21. Right. When he kidnapped her, so I don't think he knew how old she was, and he didn't like how old she was. And I think <sighs> Gina was the favorite because she was the youngest. That's so fucked. I hate it. That's, that's, I mean, that's my personal. Right. Just from what I've read here. Um. Another time he bought her a dog that she named Lobo. Uh, I was, she thought it was going to be amazing that it was something that she could take care of. But a few weeks later, Castro attacked Knight in front of Lobo and the dog bit him. And so he broke its neck in front of her and then just threw it in the garbage can. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Throughout the, their captivity, he restrained all of the women and subjected them all to multiple sexual assaults. But when Knight became pregnant, which happened five times, yep.
0: I, this is he I starved think.
1: and beat her until she miscarried. At one point, he threw her down the stairs. However, when Barry became pregnant, he allowed Barry's pregnancy to come to term and forced Michelle to deliver the baby, telling her that if the baby died, she died.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Ugh.
1: Um, she was, Michelle Knight was convinced she would die in the house. She was allergic to mustard and knowing this, Castro forced her to eat a hot dog coated with it. Uh, he, her face blew up and she couldn't breathe. She had asked Gina at one point to kill her, to just put a pillow over her head and kill her. Um, but Gina wouldn't. Well, yeah. But then another time, they had given, he had given them all liquor and Gina was drinking as much as possible trying to kill herself. And Gina, um, wanted to throw up and just choke on it, basically. Yeah. And Michelle wouldn't let her, so she dragged her to the bathroom and, like, was trying to get her to puke and wouldn't let her die. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she admits that her relationship with Gina and Barry wasn't the best. Gina and her were closer than Barry and her. Yeah. Um... But she did, she was forced to deliver Barry's baby and helped uh, Barry deliver the baby. Uh, his name was Jocelyn. Castro said he would kill her. I said that if the baby mm-hmm. did not survive. But she, all three of the women talk about how that little girl basically saved them. Because they Ooh, were yeah. all, like, it gave them integral a parts of keeping her right. alive. Um, but Castro would not even allow Michelle Knight to call the baby by her name. If she did, she'd get beaten. So, uh, when Barry realized she was pregnant, uh, she was absolutely terrified because she's locked in a room be- right. being fed scraps and didn't saw how Michelle had been treated the last time she, you know, but he allowed her to carry it to term and in, around Christmas of 2006, she went into labor. He brought in a baby pool that he put in the be- in the bedroom because he didn't want a mess and she was, del- gave birth in a baby, baby pool. So- as Jocelyn grew older, Castro allowed her freedoms that Barry, Gina, and Michelle were not I keep calling Barry Amanda. It's it's cause your name's Amanda and it's weird.
0: <laughs> Amanda,
1: Gina, and Michelle were not given. Um she, she the girl little girl was locked in with the three of them whenever Castro left the house. However, she was allowed to go outside in the backyard and play to the park or to Sunday services with Castro.
0: hmm.
1: And um be, the way he treated her made him kind of more gentler, I guess. He wasn't as, like, aggressive and abusive with her
0: around. And there's no, like, nothing. He never, like, abused his kids or so, anything?
1: So, no. And Amanda was, like, I, she, Amanda had said that she was nervous about him being around her because she was afraid that he would abuse her or, like, sexually abuse her. Um, But for whatever reason, he
0: didn't. Oh, morally, it's just wrong to do he, yeah. that, but he can keep... Oh, my God. Okay.
1: So, after after Jocelyn was born and for their final few years of captivity, Castro treated their, him, the captives more liberally. They were no longer chained up, but simply locked in their rooms. Um, Knight and Gino were allowed to see the baby whenever they wanted. Um, they were allowed, like, to wander the house, kind of, when he was home. Mm-hmm. He kind of treated them like sister wives, like, they were basically just there to his beck and call right when he was home um in his what gina had said is that in his own demented mind he loved all of us because he thought we were all family he acted like this was his created family that right um and it was just kind of a fake world that he had made up and forced these these girls to live in um he always complained about how his family had left him and abandoned him and how we wouldn't be able to leave him
0: Oh, because they can't... It's just... (laughs) Right. His family left him because he beat the shit out of the mom and stuff. But then...
1: Well, and then he also would say that he was, like, addicted to sex and that he was abused as a child. Like, he would tell them this as he was raping them. And, like, that was the reason it was all of these different, like, depending on the day what the reason was that he had. Trying to... It's just... So... So, 10 years after the first woman, after Michelle was kidnapped. Yes um on may 6th manda barry broke out and what happened was jocelyn went downstairs she sent jocelyn downstairs to see if her dad was there and she came back up saying daddy's nowhere around and what barry said was her heart immediately started pounding because he didn't lock any of us up oh shit. and he left the house and he had done this before, and they'd tried to escape, and he'd beaten them all.
0: Yeah, because he did that thing where he would leave for like a five minutes, and then like sneak back in and be like, "Oh shit!" and then beat right. the crap out of them so that they wouldn't try it when he actually left. right.
1: So Jocelyn went downstairs, said, "Daddy's not here," and he hadn't locked any of them up. So she was like, "I'm fucking doing it. I'm getting the fuck out of here." That is, and grabs her kid, tries to get out. Gina actually talked night or Michelle Knight out of following Barry because she was like, dude, this is a this is another test, like don't do it. You're gonna get beaten too. So that's why they were like up in their rooms because they were terrified <laughs> that he was doing another test and didn't want to get beaten again. Right. So she went down and then her the neighbors heard her screaming for help and broke her out and that's where now we're we're now back we to where <laughs> we were <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> Oh, shit. Where'd it go? God damn it! It scrolled all the way back up to the top. Because you on. touched the top, didn't you? I touched the little scroll bar on the yeah, side yeah, here.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. So Castro, Castro was... Castrated.
0: Should be. <laughs> Should but be. But
1: either way... He was arrested on May 6, 2013. He was charged with four counts of kidnapping, three counts of rape, which carried prison sentence of ten years to life. And then he two of Castro's brothers were also initially taken into custody because they, they were would frequently come in and out of the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Michelle, Amanda, and Gina all said that his brothers had nothing to do with right. it. Right, like they, didn't they had never know. seen
0: them. They don't, you know.
1: Um, But so they were released on May 9th after police announced that they had no involvement in the, kill- the kidnappings. Uh, he had his, Castro had his first court appearance um, on May 9th where bail was set at $2 million per kidnapping charge. Which added to a total of $8 million. Uh, oh, Additional damn. charges were reported to be pending, including aggravated murder for the intentional inductions of miscarriages, attempted murder, assault, and a charge of each instance of rape and a kidnapping charge for each day the captive was held. Ooh. So, on May 14th, uh, he pled not guilty to all charges of indicted for kidnapping and rape. So, he would not admit to kidnapping or rape.
0: What? How are you- how are you yeah. not guilty? You fucking did it, asshole. They, they were there. They were in your house. They broke them out of there. You you, you fucking they, did it. There were uh, things holding them like obvious signs that they have been held. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. So, okay. then the grand uh the Cuyahoga grand jury um returned a indictment against Castro on June 7th, which contained 329 counts, including two counts of aggravated murder under different sections of the Ohio criminal code. For his role in the termination of the pregnancies. Okay. Um, He also entered a plea of not guilty for that as well. And his attorney said, as it's our hope, we can continue to work toward a resolution to avoid having an unnecessary trial about aggravated murder and the death penalty. Basically, he wouldn't plead guilty because he didn't want the death penalty for the aggravated murders. (laughs) Fucker. (laughs) So, his, the attorneys also stated in a news report that we're very sensitive, sensitive to the emotional strain and impact that a trial would have on the women. I can see Amanda, like, rolling her fucking <laughs> eyes when I'm talking. <laughs> and their families in oh this community. God. So, yeah, go fuck yourself.
0: We're very aware that it would be traumatic for them to be able to tell the world what happened to them and to mm-hmm. put him in his place on their own. Like, yeah. yes, it's going to be traumatic, but you know what? It's also going to be very therapeutic yeah
1: so the court responded by in adding to the bill of indictment uh for their, it brought a total of 977 counts against him yeah sounds about right 512 counts of kidnapping 446 counts of rape 7 of gross sexual imposition 6 of felonious assault 3 of child endangerment 2 of aggravated murder and 1 of possession of criminal tools and he pled guilty again or pled not guilty again
0: So he was just holding out for a deal. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Which they offered him. So Castro pled guilty on July 26th to 937 of the 977 charges against him, including charges of kidnapping, rape, and aggravated murder, as part of a plea bargain which called for consecutive sentences of life in prison plus a thousand years, all without parole. (laughs) I... So, under that plea deal... <laughs> that's,
0: I, that's just all I got. up to yeah. rub my eyebrows.
1: Uh, Castro forfeited his right to appeal. He could not profit in any way due to his crimes. He also forfeited every asset he owned, including his home, which prosecutors said would be demolished. Good. He told Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Court, judge, um, you will not be getting out... Or the judge told him, you will not be getting out. Is that clear? Castro stated, I do understand that. He also tried to start making comments about his addiction to pornography and sexual problems, but the judge interrupted him and said (laughs) that you could discuss those issues during the sentencing hearing, but I don't want to hear them. Fair. Uh, At the sentencing hearing, he was sentenced to consecutive life terms in prison plus 1,000 years, all without any possibility of parole. He was also fined $100,000. The court forfeited all of his property and assets to the Cuyahoga County government. Before his sentencing, he addressed the court for nearly 20 minutes in which he lamented basically that he was a good person and not a monster, but that he was addicted to sex and pornography and had practiced the art of masturbation from a young age. We all fucking have, motherfucker. Right. Don't Masturbation does not make you a rapist and a kidnapper. <laughs> Don't think that makes you
0: special. You ain't special. We've all practiced the art of masturbation since a young age, okay? <laughs> Curiosities, you know. Shit. Fuck well, for up. real. It's like the thing you posted today. <laughs> like, don't blame video games.
1: <laughs> you, you motherfuckers have been playing Mortal Kombat for years and still haven't figured out how to finish her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, that
0: was inappropriate. Uh, uh, this whole thing is inappropriate.
1: Yep. He claimed that he had never beaten or tortured the women and insisted that most of the sex he had with them was consensual. He would go back and forth between apologizing and then blaming the FBI for failing to catch him, as well as blaming his victims themselves for getting in a car with a stranger. What the fuck? Along with insisting to the court that he, when he had sex with them, he discovered they were not virgins. He would alternatively shift back into a apologetic comment saying, I hope they can find it in their hearts to forgive me because we had a lot of harmony going on in that
0: home. Bitch. If you're going to bitch about me not being a virgin when you're raping me, we're going to have... Bigger problems. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the hell?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. In, in a court of law, that's what you're going to- They
0: weren't even virgins. I'm sorry. Th- oh, okay. You're that's fucking... fine, then. No. 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 Stuff doesn't- okay. It doesn't- It doesn't matter, man. It don't matter. Still fucking rape, dude. Oh, my God. I hate him. I hate everything about him. I this bitch
1: this fucking bitch um so michelle knight spoke during the trial and she said you took 11 years of my life away i spent 11 years in hell now your hell is just beginning i will overcome all that has happened but you will face eternity in hell for what you have done i will live on you will die a very a little every day as you think about the 11 years of atrocities that you inflicted on us i can forgive you but i will never forget boom get it girl so, as part of the plea bargain, like I said, the house where Castro lived and held the women captive was demolished. I think Amanda Berry is now working at a, um, uh, from that 2020 thing, she is now working in a, um, like, a treatment center for runaway youth and stuff like that That's
0: overlooks where that house used to be. Like, that's specifically where she well, wanted to open it. You know, I mean, it makes sense because it'll, mm-hmm. it gives her the drive to do it. So... Knight, Barry, and de
1: jesus released a video statement on july 9th 2013 thanking the public for their support and asking them the public to to basically leave them alone
0: that they still have a strong right it's like I, desire I mean, for I appreciate privacy appreciate you wanting to be like get everything out there or whatever but also i also want to be able to move past this and i can't right. when everybody's constantly coming at me with different like mm-hmm. interviews and wanting to talk about it
1: so the Cleveland Courage Fund is a bank account that was set up to help the women in their into their transition to independent life, and it had collected approximately one point five million dollars. Oh good. At the time the video of the video's release. Uh before Barry's disappearance, her grandfather had promised to give her a classic Chevrolet Monte Carlo. It was built in the year when she was born. He kept the car after her kidnapping in case she was ever found alive.
0: Oh, that gave me goosebumps.
1: So he still had it for her when she was released. Although it was in need of restoration from having been unused, several automotive shops offered to perform the restoration for free. Uh, Knight discussed some of her ordeals in an interview with People Magazine one year after her release, as well as her life leading up to her abduction. Um, Since her rescue, she's legally changed her first name and began to get several tattoos as her way of coping, and she never reconciled with her family. Because she yeah. didn't forgive them for not looking for her. Or just being like, well, bye. Um, she also revealed that her son was adopted by his foster parents. And while she was in captivity. And that she did want to see him and meet him. But she did not want him to bring him into the ordeal, which she had to deal with. Fair. So she plans on trying to meet with him after he becomes an adult. So she knows who his foster parents are and she's been able to like.
0: Well, she's probably had conversations with them, but also.
1: Yeah. Um... She also plans to open a restaurant and uh, was ma- got married in 2016, uh, and she hopes to adopt children because her years of abuse and torture made it unlikely for her mm-hmm. to ever be able to have birth again.
0: Yeah, the- all those forced... Mm-hmm. Um, miscarriages i'm sure did was a lot of damage done. yeah on her.
1: gina and amanda and her kind of had a falling out they didn't really describe it but they aren't in contact mm-hmm. and they were all going to write a book together but michelle felt like she had her own story to tell so she wrote her own book and then amanda and gina wrote the book together so there's two different books regarding this um uh, but they're both all just kind of focusing they were focusing on kind of getting their own their lives back together right So Gina and Amanda received honorary diplomas from John Marshall High School. Um, Gina was working as a volunteer for the Amber Alert Committee, offering to comfort to families of abducted children, and she she does remain in touch with Knight um, and her family. Amanda joined the staff at a news team where she hosts reoccurring segments in which she reports missing person cases, and she's helping in a nonprofit. Um, She does. She also helps families reunite with missing family members, and she reunited in 2019 of April, April of 2019, with Charles Ramsey, six years since she had seen her rescuer.
0: Aww.
1: Yeah. Castro was found hanging from a bedsheet in the detention cell at the Correctional Reception Center in Orient, Ohio, on the evening of September 3rd, 2013, one month into his life sentence. Yeah because he's a little bitch he was 53 at the time of his death prison staff performed cpr on him before he was taken to the ohio state university where he was pronounced dead there was an investigation into his death there was questions as to whether or not um he died from an autoerotic asphyxiation rather than trying to hang himself or if he was murdered okay um there were two prison guards who falsified logs documenting their observation of Castro hours before he was found dead. He was not on suicide watch at the time of his death, but had been subjected to routine checks every 30 minutes due to his notoriety. But they falsified those logs, and...
0: So that puts everything into question. Yes.
1: Huh. And... But they, they concluded... They closed the case and basically concluded that his death was a suicide. Yeah. And that is the ca- story... Of the Cleveland kidnappings.
0: Well, fuck. Ariel Castro. He's a fuck. Shall you burn in hell for the rest of eternity? I hope he's burning in hell. Roasting over a spit.
1: God. One of those, like, steel ones where they shove them into, like, in the grease when they had them in, like a, like, a cow.
0: Uh-huh.
1: They shove them in it and it just roasts over hot coals so you just, like, slowly roast to death instead of burn. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
0: No, I was I was thinking, I don't want to skewer him, I just want to, like, tie him to it so he's not dead when he's sitting over the heat.
1: Yeah, the it just yeah. slowly boils your skin from the outside in and as slowly as possible. That's what I hope for you.
0: Man, this went dark real fast. Yeah, but... but
1: fuck you. But, go <laughs> g- fuck yourself.
0: Uh, that one's always, I've always, like, considered doing that one. But there's just so much to it that it was, like... So overwhelming. <laughs> so yeah, Good job. It was,
1: thanks. Did you was it? Did I do it? Do it justice? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I watched the new 2020 on it, and then I read like a whole bunch of interviews that Michelle had done because she wasn't in the 2021. And yeah. Then... See, I
0: remember seeing the 2020 interview, and I, ugh, ugh. I think that's how I found out about it because that was done not long. When was that? Was, like, 2016? No, the 2020 one was this week. This week? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then a different interview with them. It was not too long after their, like, release. But. Yeah. Either way, the fuck, and good for them for moving on and doing good things with their lives, because it sounds like all of them are pushing forward in a good way. Ugh. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Shall we dive into your story? Is it uplifting
0: as mine? (laughs) Mine is a little bit like, kind of like yours was last week, where it's short, not a whole bunch of information, but it's a little fucked up. All right, well. I'm going to tell you about Ali Kaya. Okay. Um, Prince Ali, mighty is he, Ali Baba. I decided to torture myself. This is from Turkey. There's Strong. a lot of words that I don't know how to say. Ten regular men take it from he. Yes, I am ignoring you.
1: He faced out a, a big horse. A
0: hundred bear guys with swords. A hundred bear guys with swords. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um but there were even some names that had like symbols in them <laughs> that I just I don't have any idea. So
1: I'm so cold right now that I'm using the
0: couch cushion
1: as a blanket. Well, you want my weighted blanket? No, I don't. This couch cushion is comfy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, you ready? I'm ready. So it's short, because it's from Turkey, and there was, like, no info out there. And I'm wondering if it's kind of like Sweden, because remember when I did that Swedish girl where her skin was floating in the water, and all of the people that were involved had, like, their first name, and then... That was Russia. Was Katarzyna? that Russia? Uh, yeah, Katarzyna. But then who was it? There was another Swedish girl that it was the same thing, where they had the first names, but then they had the last that initial. That was the
1: chick who went missing.
0: Yeah, that girl. Yeah. I wonder if it's similar to that, because some of these are, like, aliases, too. They're okay. not necessarily their real names. So here we go. Ali Kaya was born in 1980. Okay. In Gaznitep, Turkey. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> At the age of 17, Kaya was imprisoned for theft, assault, and snatch theft. Did they cut his hands off? No, but that would have been interesting. I'm thinking <laughs> the story's
1: over because he can't kill anyone without any fucking hands.
0: Because, well, I mean, this was 1997, so they might be past that I doubt ish. It maybe it maybe if he was if he was a woman they probably call it. okay anyway <laughs> anyway so apparently snatch theft is actually a thing and it's just it's like a pit pocket yeah and empl- employing a rob and run action oh, yeah. is what it was it's probably like it
1: though when you're like on a street and someone runs up and st- grabs, grabs your person purse and 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 runs, runs away. away yeah
0: see and that's what i imagined as soon mm-hmm. as i read it i was like hmm but i'm curious what it actually is when you is. say snatch theft though it Snatch leads leads you down a different road. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a quippy way of saying rape? (laughs) (laughs) It's a snatch theft. (laughs) Let's just just call it rape. Let's just
1: just go ahead and move on. (laughs) All right. We're not going to call it snatch theft. I just think it's a little catchier.
0: We don't want it to be catchy. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Sexual innuendos. (laughs) So, he was released at the age of 19 in 1997. And that's the year that he got into his heavier criminal activity. <coughs> Kaya stabbed his uncle Cecil, um, or Cecil. Celil. We'll go with Cecil. Um, so he stabbed him dead while they were working at a real estate office. He stabbed him dead. Yep, stabbed him till he was dead. He was death. Death had come. He ceased to live. He ceased to exist anymore. <laughs> um, for. This, he was sentenced to five years in prison. Seems reasonable. Yeah, you know. Life, five years, same thing. So, but he was released only two years later on parole. So he got two years for his second offense, which was
1: murder. Murdering his uncle, which has to make the family Christmas parties really fucking awkward.
0: I don't know, man, maybe, I don't know. I, it's weird, it, it's just... It just keeps going down this little bit. Just uh, keeps killing ma- family members, or? Well, this is what made it so weird, is, like, how, like, laissez-faire everything seems. Laissez-faire. Yeah. That's almost like, as good as highfalutin. Thanks. <laughs> but everything's so, like, uh, oh, well. <laughs> killed <laughs> his family. Not, I killed his uncle. We didn't really like that uncle anyway. So it's we're not fine. A big deal. Um, after he was released, he killed Zanel... Abden Gumas. I mean, what I good? do? <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. Believing that he had sexually assaulted his mother. Okay, so he thought this guy. Oh, I raped thought that was his a mom. chick.
1: Zanel seemed female. I know. That's what I get for gender assuming. Yeah, way to go. I guess
0: I'm not woke, as they say. Do they? Do they say woke? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. You're welcome. So. Uh, While he was in prison for this, he was diagnosed with a mental disorder. They didn't say what it was. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Everything's like... Nothing said what the mental disorder was. It just all said, quote, mental disorder. Bitches be cray is what that means. Right? When this happened, he was transferred to a psychiatric hospital. Fair. He was released from that hospital because he was said to be claustrophobic. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) Hold up. <laughs> Where are they keeping him? Why does that have to do with anything? I don't understand. So wait, no, just let me No, it's No, you just let me finish. So
0: <laughs> Fine, so, not your story
1: now. No, so he's crazy. And then go, You're crazy, let's send you to the mental institution. And he goes to the mental institution, he goes, Guys, I'm gonna have to leave because I'm I'm kinda claustrophobic. And they just go all right, that makes
0: sense. You can you can go ahead and get. So my next sentence that... in here was, "Yep, he killed two people, but because he has a fear of confined spaces, <laughs> they put him out in the open." <laughs> <That> <laughs> because I don't understand. Did with that... that, I was like, "Did I like? Do I not know?" Like exactly what claustrophobia? Like, do I not know exactly what it (laughs) is? No, wait, do I not know what claustrophobia means? Have I been thinking that that's something else this whole time? So I straight up looked it up because I was like, that seems like a really weird reason to just let somebody go, especially a killer. (laughs) Nope. It's literally that.
1: No, he's just afraid of he's afraid of closets, so they
0: had to send him home. It's just fucking weird. This is the whole story, which is why I kept it, I because I was like, I'm hooked on this story, but I wish there were more details. Why? That's- I, why?
1: Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just really got stuck on that, that you're a double murderer yep. who doesn't like closets, so I have to leave. Just-
0: just feeling really tight, I'm just in feeling here. really confined in my <laughs> imprisonment. Just so really
1: confined in the mental institution <laughs> that I'm imprisoned in. Can you let me out? <laughs> Does that fucking work? I'm gonna keep that in the back of my noodle for you a know, later date.
0: Don't think it would here, but <laughs> you can give it a try. <laughs> I'm feeling really confined. Can you let me go? <laughs> so then he joined society and became a completely normal person. No, you're just right, that's kidding. A <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking lie. He immediately stabbed three people. Okay, pause.
1: Is your heater fucking broken? It's so cold in here. I'm not that cold.
0: All right. Sorry. Probably all the shit you expelled. Now your body's like, oh, I need more food. (laughs) Get me warmed up. All
1: right. So he immediately stabbed three people.
0: Yes. Well, almost immediately. I mean, it wasn't like as he He walked out the door. (laughs) Just shanking people as he left. The names I gave of these three people were, quote, Dido, D E D O, quote, Mahatmet of Argy, and Farat S. Farat S. Yes. So I'm wondering if that's just to names of the victims they don't give out or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But. Was he just like shanking them or did he like stab, 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 stab? Two of these people died after being stabbed, so he, like, stabbed them. Like, stabbed repeatedly? Him. That seems to be his thing, is he stabbing people Or is he, like, shanking
1: people on the street, just, like, one stab and a go, is my question. Is it, like,
0: did it... Here's the thing. I don't know any details. Here's the
1: thing. I don't fucking know. So Stop asking questions. you're asking
0: me a question. As far as I know, he stabbed them. It could be a shank, or it could be two stabs or more. How about that? <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't fucking know, so stop asking questions. Two of the three people died, Um, and because this world is kind of backwards, while he was waiting for custody, he wasn't detained because he had a psychiatric record? Question mark? (laughs) Yeah, I don't- I was like, wait, so because he has a psychiatric record saying that he has done violent acts- because he has this, men- well, with this mental illness, he isn't being detained. So they didn't arrest him because he's crazy, and so, so they So while can't they were waiting for him? trial, he just got to be at his house. Like, okay. Well, I- so Kaya killed... <laughs> Another one? <laughs> two more wardens of the um, prison, stabbing them on the street, though. So he was put back into the psychiatric hospital after that.
1: Oh, so he stabbed two more people?
0: Yep. Him. Stop giving this fucker knives. Where's he yeah. getting all these knives from? You don't need a knife to stab people. Just find something sharp. Push hard enough. Shh. Is it your sister? Yes. What the fuck? Get it. Smack fucking nose. <laughs> anyway, so while he was there again, he was diagnosed with a personality disorder. Okay. Again, no details on what that was. I'm assuming, see, I'm wondering if he had something like a, um, like schizophrenia, paranoia. Probably. Because this guy's after me. Kill him, kill him, kill him. I don't know. But at this point, he is up to one, two, three, four, five, six. Six people that he's killed. Stop it. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Knock it off. Hey. Quit it. That's six people that you've shanked. On March 13th in 2000, he stabbed his roommate at the mental hospital. Why? He. What did he stab them with? A knife? (laughs) I told you they don't Stop asking questions! I don't fucking know! But I don't. Like, this guy should be in a rubber room
1: with, like. By himself. No, with, like, when you have chicken pox and they duct tape oven mitts to your hands. That's so that all he can do is, like, a light, fluffy slap. That's it. all you can do.
0: <laughs> so, uh, his roommate was said to be a rapist and a child killer. So, I... I, I mean, honestly... I'm not mad,
1: but why did he get... Why did he have access to... Well, something sharp to stab people. You know he's a stabby
0: McStabberson. Right. So, this, this roommate was also known as the Beast of Izmir. So, he was, like, a high-profile guy, too, that got stabbed. And... So, Kaya was not the only one who stabbed him. It was with their third roommate. Helped him attack this guy. Typhoon saw him. Saw him do what? (laughs) Saw him stab and joined in. So, they stabbed him in the throat and in the stomach. How many times? I don't know. Don't ask. I don't fucking know. I'm just going to say that right now. And after this, Kaya was known as the baby face killer, which is actually how I ended up finding him because I read looking. an article on the baby face killer, looked it up again, and this popped up and I was like, Turkish baby face killer. I'm sorry. What? So then I looked at it. And I was like, bitch. And then Beesh? this is where it kind of gets weird again. Wait, this is where it gets weird. Yes. Okay. In 2001, he was officially arrested and imprisoned at the San Francisco, Lurufa Sanlifra? <laughs> I tried. As many times prison you Just keep saying it until right. I'll just keep sounding it out. Sanlifra? San-le-fa. <laughs> so. Sandloofa. Sandlufa. That sounds terrible. Lirfa. Lirfa? I don't know.
1: There's just a lot happening inside me right now. I'm sorry. Continue. I just like hiccuped Get and burped. Get your shit together, <laughs> I Nielsen. and burped
0: at the same time and it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> In uh, 2001 is when that happened. So, Kaya escaped prison in 2003. It was a semi-open concept prison, apparently, and he just wandered out. <laughs> yep.
1: Remember that he's afraid of confi- he does. He's claustrophobic, like so they just needed here. to leave him out in the open. Kaya's, <laughs> I don't like being in tight spaces-
0: uh, he was recaptured again in 2004 after he produced a false ID card under the name Yilsmas. Oh, well, I was wondering if after he stabbed someone again. No, they just caught him under because of paperwork. <laughs> it's the worst paperwork. <laughs> but he was found with what they called a death list. <laughs> that he included the names of different notable like businessmen and some people that he had claimed, he claimed had abused him as a child. Uh, and he had a knife on him. No way. (laughs) Stabby McStabberson had a knife. He's gonna cut a bitch. Uh, he said during an interrog- the interrogation after this, like, when he was found, he said he would- he would, quote, confront his enemies and sinners. He was not successful so far, however- he would cleanse the society of bad people <laughs> says the man who's killed eight people stop it nine people nine people yeah because it was six two and then another one so he's just like a fucking lunatic basically he's, I, I genuinely think he needed to be in like a actual mental Amanda, it, like something we've been over this but
1: he's he was claustrophobic of, he can't handle it <laughs>
0: Okay, so at some point, I guess he left the prison again because then the next thing I could find was that he killed Mahat Poyraz, who was living with his parents, maybe in the home that his parents lived in. Things said different things. Did he stab him? Um, and he was apprehended in November two thousand and thirteen after a shootout with the authorities. It didn't say. Did he bring a how he a killed him? To the gunfight. <laughs> wouldn't that be funny they had a a blazing gunfight and he had his little knife <laughs> that was my dad joke for the day good for you good for you good for you um so he was recaptured november of 2013 on january 5th of 2014 ali kaya escaped again is he like covered in butth- butter and just like slipping <laughs> just out little through the po- just a slippery little fuck like how is he escaping <laughs> it Well, it was visitation time on a Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And he just walked out of the prison with a group of visitors. Where are the fucking guards? Are they just like jacking off in the back room? Like, what the fuck? The only way they noticed he was gone was later they were doing physical checks around the prison to make sure all the, like, they made it back into their cells when they were going to bed. And he wasn't there.
1: He should have, if he would have stuffed some pillows on the bed, he probably could have gotten. This is like a fucking cartoon. This is ridiculous. Right, the next day they come
0: in to check to see if he's awake. Hey, wake up, Ollie. (laughs) This is fucking ridiculous. He's not here! Dun dun dun. Uh, They considered him extremely dangerous and launched a very extensive manhunt for him at that time. Authorities thought that he may have been trying to cross the border to Syria. Um, Oh, yeah, that's where you want to escape, too. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the, probably the easiest route to get the fuck out. Um, but luckily, he was captured by security forces in Gazniyatep. Tep? Gaznia? No. There's no ah uh at the end. It's tep. That's Tia- weird. I don't know. Some of these, again, they had symbols in them and I was like, I don't really know what that means, but you look like an eye, so I'm going to put an eye there and hope for the best because I tried to look them up too and I couldn't even type them in to make them make sense. So I apologize. Anybody from Turkey (laughs) or that speaks? We do have a couple of
1: listeners.
0: (laughs) I know. From Turkey. So on March 3rd of 2014, while fleeing his friend's house, he was captured and he had a handgun on him and another death list with 10 people on it he was returned back to the prison that he came from and that's all i could find at the end of that and that was a 14 so he hasn't escaped again because that would be there right 2014 to now so he got a good five years was he released i don't, I don't fucking know, know. is he dead know. i don't think so <laughs> It's all I got, guys. This is all I got. But I just thought it was I
1: was like, what the fuck? How is he keep like he's How released? does he keep getting out? How does he keep stabbing people? Why is he not being watched tighter? <laughs> this does not make sense. There's so many questions
0: that I have. Like I said, what does he fair? Why? It's like, oh no, it's fine. He's just fucking left. Cool. He just walks out. Cool. Oh, okay. Alright. I guess that's what
1: we're doing now. We're just walking out of prison like it's fucking library. You can't do hey you can't do that. You can't. You can't
0: just leave. <laughs> that was fucking but weird. I want to <laughs> short, sweet, to the point. Really, fuck weird. I know that's. I was like, okay, so there isn't more information, but I like this story because it's so freaking like, what the fuck? <laughs> just okay, cool. So here we are, dude. I'm so fucking cold. What is wrong with you? I don't like know. I'm chilly, but I'm not like so do cold. Do feel that- warm? Well, you're going to feel warm because my hands are my cold spot right now. <laughs> my so hands are my can, cold so <laughs> spot. <laughs> if I touch you, you're going to feel warm if you're warmer than my little... I don't know what's wrong with me. Little no skin hands. And well, it's like, also very cold outside. i freezing cold. This is like the coldest area in my apartment because none of this seals very well. Oh. And that is kind of like a vent. So <sighs> my room gets real hot at night because I close the door. It just contains all the heat. Just all my juices. Oh. but that's it it's the name that's the story of ali kaya not the runner because apparently there's a runner named ali kaya
1: (laughs) you should have led with that you kind of buried the lead there
0: nope this is my ending not the runner
1: because apparently there's a run it's the same guy (laughs) he just fucking runs and then goes back to prison (laughs) he's step 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 He
0: got really good at running when he was running away from the authorities. And doing
1: snatch and, gra- snatch, snatch, and thefts. Snatch.
0: Snatch, theft. snatch thefts Snatch
1: thefts. <laughs> snatch thefts. Snatch thefts. It's the worst name ever.
0: Um, you know, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, What else do we got? Ooh, what should we do for episode 50? We're like, just a few away. Tell us things. Any ideas of fun stuff? I- Pretty sure I know what topic I want to do, but I haven't totally decided, so...
1: I have no idea, because we... That's three episodes away, and I don't even know what we're going to do next week, so... I know. Oh, bitch, I know. Um... We're technically on Stitcher now, according to the emails we keep getting from Stitcher, but I can't find us, and I can't, when I log into the account, it doesn't show the show. So, I don't know what's going on. It said to give it one to two weeks, and we did it a week ago, so... Maybe another week. I'm gonna give it another week, and then if not, I'm gonna write them a strongly worded email and
0: see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hey, it's we're me. saying we're on Stitcher, and we're fucking not. Hi, it's me. I'm me. Hi, I'm me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I need to talk to you because it says I'm on Stitcher, but I can't find my podcast. And I want to listen to myself, so bye. Bye. <laughs> and I can't on Spotify or iTunes that mm-hmm. I already have, <laughs> or go on the website and Inside. listen to them, or you know, I just can't do all that. So what else we got? Oh,
1: shout out to the person who left us a one star review, but didn't have the fucking balls to leave a <laughs> comment with it. <laughs> Suck my dick.
0: Yes, I was uh, logging all of our episodes, topics, but just because, you know, sometimes you start reading something and you're like, this sounds really familiar. I hope we didn't fucking do this already. This way we can just look and go, nope,
1: not nope. there.
0: So, but as I'm doing this, I look and I was like, oh, we got a new review. means we've made it. We have a one-star review. No, we just need, what we need is a one-star review with a scathing Like, message saying how terrible our personalities are. Right. But shout out to
1: the bitch who put a one-star review and didn't have the fucking balls to say why. Suck my dick. It's okay. How about that?
0: Let's just say we're in your brain now.
1: We were- we offended them, made them so upset that they had to leave a (laughs) one-star review. go back. They had to to go back and go, one-star, bitch. One-star, I can't. Here's the thing about fucking one-stars. Either give me constructive criticism... Let me know. ...to go along with it so I know how to correct it, or fuck off. You don't have to listen if you don't like
0: it. Well, it's just like... It's like trolls on the internet. I just... It's like, I'm sorry your life is so hard.
1: I'm sorry that you are so upset by probably the half an episode that you listened to that you did a one star and then couldn't leave a comment. They probably don't like cussing. <laughs>
0: That's, I mean, I mean to be fair, to, to or just like, fair, to be fair. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thanks for that, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to leave us like a five star review, that'd be cool. Yeah, leave a five star to counteract that douchebags one star. I mean, technically, our overall is still five stars. Yeah. So. I mean, brush your shoulders off. Granted, we, we only have like 16 reviews. So if we could get more of those, that'd be great. But we're in 33
1: countries now
0: yeah that's exciting that is exciting
1: because we were at like 26 or 27 and now we're in 33 there's probably somebody in a different country that didn't like that
0: we couldn't pronounce their shit (laughs) they're like they are so uneducated fucking americans (laughs) here's your one star you big bitch (laughs) i'm sorry guys i spend a lot of time doing my research it's hard to pull out that half hour looking up 95 words i don't know how to say it's fine we
1: still have 50
0: stars get it And our because we're america American. bitch oh my god one, <laughs> star review, one, one star review one star review one star review now our average is two and a half stars thanks nielsen
1: everybody hates america it's fine but that's not true i mean I americans me. don't hate america i love me some I, americans do i fucking i fucking
0: love me i fucking love me Let's me. get political. Love me for me. Let's fucking not. <laughs> that would, sounds like a great way to pin someone against somebody. <laughs> everywhere. To start a listening. podcast war. <laughs> this sounds like a terrible idea. Probably the worst idea you've ever had. Nielsen, stop fucking talking. <laughs> just. <laughs> sh- As if it. Been- <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, now that we've just talked. Nonsense. For how long. About nothing. Um, follow us on our things Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Gmail. Uh, ISW the podcast at all those, including Gmail. G-G-G. Gmail. Gmail. Um, let us know your thoughts uh, on episode 50 because it's coming up if there's any stupid thing you want us to do.
1: All right. I got a football game to get to. Okay.